Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Beyond Belief Podcast. It's your host, Bill, and I'm joined with Al. What are you doing? What's oh up? my gosh. I had to get my seat right. What? That wasn't eight seconds into it. <laughs> There's people that ride bulls longer than you can sit still. If you hadn't said anything, no one would know. I know. But it's so distracting sometimes. Like I get I here and I'm like, oh, anyways. All right. Let's get, let's get real. Okay. Let's get serious. Uh, all right. So yesterday was kind of a. Kind of went kind of sideways, did a video and yeah, it was good. It was good. It wasn't what I expected, dude. I'll tell you, I, I didn't think it would go. The conversation was good. I'm not worried about that. I wasn't sure how the video thing would work out, uh, but we had some good feedback. Um, so I thought it was cool afterwards. I don't like watching myself on video. I wouldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you no. know, I don't mind. I've just gotten to the point where I'll listen to the podcast. Yeah. Cause I told you, I used to not listen to it. Uh, and I don't know why we, we have good conversations. I enjoy them now. I like listening to our, our material. Right. Uh, but before it was like, I was, you know, I was just trying to figure stuff out. <clears throat> so anyways, um, that was good. I think we'll do that more because I had a lot of requests on social media that we should do it more. I just, you know me, man, I, I got to work out the audio stuff and it's right. like when we tried video before and we were going to do it on YouTube. Yeah. Nah, that just, that was a man. That was a disaster. That was a car sitting on the train tracks right. waiting for something bad to happen. Right. Uh, so anyways, uh, Ooh, I don't even know how to kick this off and we didn't even title this. No, uh, no, actually, but we were thinking, you know, we were talking and, yeah. um, I think a lot of people, well, a lot of people do know that God is the creator. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, somehow there's a disconnect between knowing he's the creator and he's also the controller. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing happens right. without his knowledge. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, la I laughingly say that because for most of my life, I ignored that fact. I knew yeah, he existed, right? but I don't want to place any faith and trust in somebody to run my life because I had it under control. Absolutely. That worked out really well, didn't it? No. Yeah. yeah thanks. Exactly. Thanks for that dummy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, we, you know, and, and you and I sit and talk about a lot of stuff before, uh, we put stuff on here and we do some research. We just don't. We don't put an outline together and hit points and do all this stuff. We've talked about doing that before and it didn't work out really well. Some of our best conversations are just when we talk about God. Uh, and this was one of those things, you know, something else, something usually sparks the topic between us. And, and then we start a conversation about it, which leads into a podcast, which, well, which leads into a lot of studying and a lot of praying. Uh, and then it leads into a podcast, but so this one, we, uh, we haven't really come up with a topic. I do like relying on God because I think a lot of people proclaim yeah. to be invested in a relationship with God, but they don't produce the reliance. Right. Well, this is something I've struggled with for a while. Yeah, me too. And like I've said, you know, uh, my favorite verse in the Bible is Matthew six thirty three. 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and these things shall be added unto you. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just amazing. We, we know the story of the Israelites left Egypt, left Egypt. Right. Um, but we sometimes forget God provided for the Israelites even after they disobeyed and disappointed him. He he still provided. He didn't let them see the promised land. There were only two people that saw the promised land. Right. Um, so not everyone got to see the promised land out of that group, but he yeah. didn't kill them. You know what I'm saying? He, right. he still provided food right. daily. Um, he he provided for them. Well, and I think I think too, and this is just me thinking, which always gets me into trouble. But I think too, man. Like <clears throat> I had a conversation uh, with my buddy this morning uh, before I I reached out to you. Uh, he actually reached out to me, and I was telling him most of our problems occur when we take our eyes off God. Absolutely. Or per- personally for us, not what we do to other people. I mean, that's obvious. Uh, that's an obvious uh, disconnect from God. But when we so, you know, yesterday we talked about how uh, God should be your number one priority. Fifty one percent of your time should be spent uh, focused on God. And today it takes it further because now you're relying on that relationship with him. Yeah. And that man. Dude, we've seen so much evidence. And I mean, we're and listen, before anybody corrects us, we've both slapped each other in the face. It's not this isn't us saying uh that we're we're far removed from that because right. we're we're not. We catch ourselves daily, many times during the day, uh catching ourselves saying, Man, I really gotta get this done today. I gotta do this. Right. And then you know, there's, I'm not saying go be a slob and not do your responsibilities or go to work. We're right. just saying that you have to rely on God through all of that. Yeah. You know, you have to understand that. Uh, and well, and we'll get into all that. Uh, but some of the things that are catching us is what we're seeing today in society is that people aren't that prof- now this is for Christians that profess to have uh, a relationship where Jesus is leading their life we're seeing them not rely on God. Right. Uh, and that's, uh, I'll tell you, man, it really, it does hurt me. I mean, you know, I like to come on a lot of times and be like, yeah, nothing bothers me. No big deal. But it does bother me to an extent when you see godly people not rely on God, because I don't know if you can call yourself a godly person, uh, just being of the things of God. A big part of that is relying on him. Right. I mean, that's what make that's, that's the ultimate Right. Is our faith. He wants us to rely well, on him. It, exactly. Absolutely. You can't have all the things or do all the things of God and then just say, well, I'm not going to rely on him because, you know, I can get it done better myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't. You're you're right yeah. back where we started from. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Well, outside of, um, you know, John 316, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Um Matthew 6.33 is the first scripture that I, I really memorized yeah. because, you know, in it, Matthew 6.31, you know, says, therefore, take no thought of thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Right. You know, 
because God knows that we have need of all these things. Um, so 633, seek ye first the, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. I memorized that because I had to keep remembering not to rely on myself, not to stop trying to figure things out on my own. Yeah, exactly. Because my own thinking got me to where I was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, Man. you know, in 630, the end of uh, that verse in Matthew 630, because I do, you know, man, it, he talks about everything, not everything, the things that are there that if we just realized, right, that God was in the middle of it, we yeah. wouldn't worry about all these little things. Absolutely. And he says at the end of 630, oh, ye of little faith. Like to me, man, you know, <laughs> and I laugh and I don't know, my brother, maybe he listens to this secretly. I don't know. Maybe he's a closet listener. <laughs> right. But, you know, and, and when, when I went and saw him, he was like, you know, man, I'm really, I'm really struggling with your situation. And he's talking to me and I'm worried about this and that and whatever. And to me, you know, that's the, that's the one thing I think about in our relationship, our religion, our Christianity, our, uh, put it wherever you want in this whole thing. Uh, if you're a Christian, you have to have faith. Faith brought you to Christ. Like faith brought you to Christ. If you go three years from now and you lack faith, then you're right back where you were right before you believed in Christ. Right. Like it to me. And I know we struggle with our faith. That's part of the Christian faith is struggling with things right. and coming before Christ with it. But faith is the one thing you should you. That should be the one thing you stand on. That will help you with all the other things that you're going to come before him with. Right. But if you, if you start to lack your faith and stop relying on God. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. And okay. So John, <laughs> you think, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, John 14, 14, you know, if you ask anything in my name or if you ask any, uh, let me start over. Yeah. Slow down. John 14, 14. <laughs> if ye shall ask anything, I will do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, there are a lot of people that pray, Lord, you know, I needed a brand new F-150, you know, King Cab, King Ranch. Do they still make the King Ranch? I don't know. Anyway. My car is like 12 years old. The nicest vehicle that you can imagine. Well, yeah, that you may need a vehicle, but do you necessarily need the most expensive yeah. Vehicle yeah. that's made. So, you yeah. know, I mean, and people are like, well, he didn't answer my prayer because I wanted that truck. Um, did God provide a vehicle for you? I mean, you know, <laughs> I struggle with that, man. I don't mean personally. I struggle with the truck thing. I struggle with that. How you're I struggle with w what you're saying, like, because for me, I, I, I'm cognizant of that because of my relationship with God. I was never cognizant of that before. Right. I never thought about things like that. If I, if I wanted a boat, I found a way to go buy a boat. Right. I didn't think about things like that. And today I, I do, man. I, I think before I do something, not all the time, I'm not that smart, but I do sit down and I think, is this of God or is this of Bill? Yeah. Am I circumventing everything that I've, I've put my faith in and change and, and, and attempted to change my life for, am I circumventing that for my desires and my needs? Not needs. 
their wants. I mean, let's cut, let's come right. down to it. We don't yeah. need much. Yeah. We need air, water, and food, and maybe some shelter. Florida, yeah. yeah, it's up in the air. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I look at man. Oh, we've seen so much distasteful things from Christians. And I mean, we're not doing a Debbie Downer episode where we're talking about all the things that have kind of uh, turned our heads. But because when so when you and I talked this morning, I was like, you know, and we brought up a, a thing that that you and I both uh, commented on and, and talked about that sparked this. I said to you, I don't want to look at it that way. Right. I don't want to look at it in that negative way. I want to look at it as what is God trying to do through this? Yeah. That's how we rely on God. We, we learn from the lessons, right? We don't sit there and point. I mean, we're just like everybody else. We point out the negatives, but I right. will say it does, it does push on you a little bit and yeah. drives its thumb into you in that spot because, you know, there's people out there that are Christians, uh, like we, like we are that you, you have to, if you're not identifying the things you're doing that aren't bringing, that isn't bringing glory to God, right. that's half the battle is saying, man, I really screwed that up. Yeah. I tell you, like when I, you know, I hit my hand with a hammer the other day I was welding and, and sparked myself and it hurt. Uh, and I, you know, I let out a bad word and I, you know, immediately I was convicted. Oh, geez. And then I almost let another one out cause I let one out and I was convicted over it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? I'm like, walk away, right. quickly walk away. Right. Uh, but I think when you don't recognize that stuff, man, man, the devil is just, he's working yeah. on you. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He gets you going in that spot, man. And you, you can't see it in front of you. Yeah. And you should anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, Psalm, it's all throughout the Bible. There's, oh, oh, my gosh. You know, right? how to rely on God, you know. Um, in Psalm 3410, the young lions do lack and suffer, but they that seek the Lord shall want, shall not want anything good. Yeah. They, you know, they're, they're going to be, their needs are going to be supplied. So, anyway, we, like you said, you know, there are things that we see and we could get on here and be like, oh, I can't believe that happened or that person said that or where's their faith or whatever. Yeah. But we don't really want to go in that direction. We want to be more like encouraging people to to seek God in everything because he he does supply needs. And I can tell you well, I told you this morning, I don't make everything public. Um God truly has blessed me. My lifestyle, I mean, um, yeah, we both talked yeah. about that. I, you know, I, I actually I have no time for that to yeah to make it public, right? Absolutely, but I have time to study. I have time to to read and pray. Um, sometimes I don't always dedicate enough time to that, but that's yeah. my fault. Yeah, but um. God has provided in such a way in my life that I I'm not stressed about all the things I used yeah. to be stressed yeah. about, yeah. you know, and it had nothing to do with Alan. It was just me recognizing that I needed a relationship with God yeah. and turned to Jesus. And um, the struggles are different. I think when you, when you have that, 
nobody. So here's the deal. Nobody likes to rely on anybody. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I, well, I mean, there are some people yeah. that they, you know, they like to drain people dry. You know, they go after their weakness or whatever. But I'm saying for the most yeah. part, people don't like to say, well, I rely on this person for my income or for my housing or for right. people, you know, the first chance we get, we move out. Like right. we try to get away from our, our mom and dad or whoever yeah. uh, we grew up with, because let's face it, it's so much better when we can just do whatever we want. Right. Yeah. I think, so I think that's a, a non, unnatural norm for people is to rely on somebody now, rely on somebody, uh, that you can't see that's not in front of you. Yeah. Uh, that you have to go to in prayer or thought that's, that's a lot harder for people, man. Right. I think it's a lot harder for people to explain that to other people. Oh, absolutely. Non-believers especially, but yeah. for us, it's not, but I, I struggle. I understand it because I struggled with that for so long. Um, trying to figure things out on my own and, thinking that I had to do something like I had to do my part. Yeah. Well, my, my part is to do all that I can do yeah. and rely on God, you know, but I was trying to, <laughs> you know, uh, you, were, you were circumventing my, the whole, the yeah. whole thing. Oh, absolutely. I was trying to fix it all myself. <laughs> and, um, you know, I wasn't sitting on the, on the sofa eating Cheetos, hoping God would take care of something yeah. or whatever. I was out there working, but then, when it didn't work out, I was like, I need to do more. Or I need to, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and actually, this world is designed to keep us distracted from a relationship oh, with God. Man. Satan will, you know, get in there and throw up all these things. Oh, you know, bring to mind all the things that we need to be doing. We should be doing. We we think we should be doing. Yeah. Or all the things that we did in the past that, um hinder our relationship with God. So, you know, and our mind will accept it. We'll actually yeah. say, Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I should. Let me, <laughs> yeah. let me just do this. Then I'll get back to, yeah, I know. then I'll get back to my studying or, yeah. you know, I should be sitting down right now reading the word at my dining room table, but man, I sure would like to be doing this. Yeah. So here's, here's a funny story yesterday. I mean, it's not funny. It's uh, it tells on myself, but uh, I've been having problem with some plumbing uh, with the pool and it's leaking. And anyway, so I fixed, I spent the other day, I spent a long time fixing it. Cause you know, I don't, I don't trying to save a penny, but anyways, I went out there. Uh, I had it all fixed. I even told you, I said, I fixed it. It's not leaking. Right. You know, whew. uh, I, I got, I actually was able to do something. So I go out yesterday It's leaking. I'm like, Oh my gosh, man. So first, this is my mind. And listen, I know people do this. If you're not going to admit to it, whatever, I don't care. But at first thing I was like, God, what am I doing wrong? Right. Like, what did I do that now this little tiny drip yeah. is going to drive me crazy? Because he knows, right. he knows it's just going to take a little drip. He could have broken the whole thing. Yeah. But the drip was enough. So Ashley gets home. She gets home and she's like, she, <laughs> she uh, usually calls me right after she leaves work and we talk until she gets home, but she has something else going on. Anyways, I heard, I heard her pull in and she calls me and she's like, Hey, where are you? And I said, well, I'm you know, funny. You should ask. I'm out by this leaking pipe at the pool. And she's right. like, Oh, let me go put my stuff down. So she comes over there and I'm, man, I'm just getting frustrated. I'm, and I know I'm not dumb. I know I'm getting frustrated. I'm not being, I'm not being Christ-like. I'm, I'm sitting right. there just really letting myself get 
pulled away from this thing. So she says to me in her wisdom, she says, would you like me to call somebody? <laughs> right. So I said, you know, man, it immediately, my first reaction was a bunch of words I shouldn't say right. at a, at a level I shouldn't be saying them at. Right. Uh, and then throwing some stuff, which usually helps. It makes me feel better. <laughs> right. So, and I didn't, I just laughed. I was like, I was like, nah, I don't want you to call somebody. Right. I don't. Yeah. So let's not, let's, let's make me more angry and then pay somebody to come out here and make me look horrible. <laughs> so, right. So I was like, I started laughing. I said, I said, no, no. I said, <laughs> right. There's nothing I can do here. <laughs> like I yeah. need to swallow this pill Excellent. and just walk away for a moment. She has two things. She'll always say, why don't you take a break? And I'm like, take a break from what? From being angry. I'm just going to go over there and be angry. <laughs> right. Or she'll say, why don't we just call somebody? And I, that drives me bananas. Like, right. You're not capable enough, Alan. Let me call somebody. For you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but that's my thing. Like with God, you don't have to call anybody like you don't have to. There is no that's it right. like that's that's the one thing, the one, the one being, the one God, the one everything that you can go to. And, dude, you don't have to call anybody. You don't yeah. have to you don't have to think about something else, man. You can you can come to him as broken as you want to be. You can go sit somewhere and have a, a nonverbal uh, thought only prayer with him. You know, you, it doesn't matter at any time, any place. So, you know, I get to thinking about stuff like that. We let ourselves get so carried away, man, personally uh, and pulled away. And that's bad. Um, I actually, I I have a situation as well (laughs) where we're going to have to go find a house together. (laughs) If this same situation would have happened like two years ago. I would have been trying to figure out how to fix it. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. you know, I can't believe yeah. this happened. And yeah. somebody dropped the ball and, and something didn't take place that should have taken place. And I'm like, oh, you know, and two years ago, I would have been a <laughs> nervous wreck. I'd been like, well, not nervous, but I would have been mad. And I'd been trying to think of the solutions right, and all right. this stuff. <laughs> and it's funny. <laughs> yesterday, um, I was just like... There's nothing really I can do about it. No. Um, no, nah, there's something on the other end of it. Yeah. And, but as I mentioned, and the only reason I bring up the situation is not, well, poor me or whatever. It's because I said it the other day, you know, um, God allows us to go through certain situations. Yeah. Over yeah. and over and over until we react the right way. Well, until we see it his way. Yeah. Until we're like, yeah. You know, Okay, what am I even trying to do? What am I what missing a here? Knucklehead. Right. You yeah. know. So it's it's just interesting to see the change and and by all means I am Absolutely. not patting myself on the back. I didn't do anything. No. But no. I just opened my eyes, <laughs> you know, and, and realized who really is in control. And um I was like, well, God, it's there's nothing I can do. You know, it's it's done. Yeah. The it cannot be fixed right now within my power. Yeah, that's um, right. So it you're just got to you know protect the whole situation and let it work out. So. I think I think man, when people realize uh, you've made zero decisions about your being, like you, I'm not making this deep. You never decided if you were going to enter this earth. You have you have had zero decisions right. on your 
existence. Yeah. You were a gift from God to your mother. Right. right? That's, I mean, and I'm sure there's a scientific way people are born now, but it, to this day, yeah. you were a gift from God to your mother to be, even be born. Right. You owe everything in your existence to return back to him. Yeah. Because the only reason you're here is because you were a gift of God. Yeah. Uh, there's no, and I think when people, when you look at that man, when you, you know, I was thinking the other day about conversations I've had with people about Christ and, you know, we get to the point where we try to convince people and there is no convincing. You tell yeah. them what God's done in your life. You tell them about the gospel and the good news. And you share that story with them. And, and really at that point, it's, it's, it's on them. Now there's, there are dire times when somebody's on their deathbed. It's different. Yeah. Right. You, you should, you know, listen, you're, you don't have long. Right. Uh, but let me share you what, share with you what God's done in my life. But in, in our regular existence, man, we owe everything and I don't think people realize that. I don't think they realize they that. Know. They think that they're here because they got here. Yeah. And nobody <sighs> got here on their own. Like it has nothing to do with them. Yeah. I told you, <sighs> I tell you this all the time, man, the minute, the second, the, the millisecond we take I out of everything that we say, we start to give it back to God, man. When we put God in the middle of that, instead of saying, you know, oh, I did this. Mm. Well, you, you may have physically had the strength, but you didn't get that strength without God. Right. You, you wouldn't be here without God. You wouldn't have this without God. And let me tell you, he will shape your life the way he wants to shape it. Absolutely. Bottom line. I don't care what you think you're doing. Yep. You can think however you want that you got here and you manifested this in your way. It don't work like that. I, no. I can promise you that. No, no. You may have seen this. I saw it on Instagram. This nut job woman. She's like rocking back and forth and she's talking <laughs> about. Was that bad? I don't know. Like, you said so anyway, nut job. Yeah, she was. Totally. She's rocking back and forth or something. You she, know, somebody knows her. That Probably. That's fine. Okay. Well, Just tell the story. So anyway, she was uh, talking about, you know, how. Uh, Christianity is a white man's thing and all this stuff. And really? well, honestly, I mean, it started back in, um, in the middle, middle East. East. Yeah. So it's not a white man's deal, but here's what I wanted to bring up. And you brought it, you, you mentioned, uh, our birth. We, we had no control over that. We are a gift of God. Um, this woman said, well, Mary never consented to, the virgin birth. She never consented to that. Oh my gosh, man. Exactly. Are you See, trying to trigger me here? No. I was like, Oh my Are gosh. you kidding me? Oh my goodness gracious. So anyway, well, we should strike that then. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand that whole thing. I don't yeah, even now nah, that's just somebody trying to make something. They should, listen, she probably got a lot of heat from it. Well, <laughs> She, Maybe she may know. just be a troll, just trying to irritate people. Yeah. I told, I completely believe if you go through a day, I used to drive like a thousand miles a week. You know, I was all over the place, and I just came to the conclusion that there are people on this earth. Just their only job is just to irritate other people. <laughs> Man, I run into them all the time then. Yeah. Uh, so not, not really. I mean, I don't run it. I, you know, I've changed, man. And I don't, and I'm not, I'm not selling anything to anybody. Uh, 
I see it personally for myself. And that's all that matters is that I see the work that God's done in me. Uh, he's changed who I used to be into something that he wanted me to be, that he always yeah. saw me as. Yeah. And for me, uh, you know, it's hard for me when I see people that do stuff like that. Uh, cause you know me, man, I, if I would have seen that, I would have commented to her yeah, uh, but like, in, in, in reality, it doesn't do anything. Right. Right. It, well, go ahead. For me, I don't comment on things like that. I don't interact with people like that Yeah. because, you know, and I say it all the time, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. Yeah. Yep. So there's one, but then also. <clears throat> that was probably her only purpose is just to irritate people yeah, I don't know. and stir things up. It doesn't matter to me because Listen, it doesn't change my position. You know what I tell Ashley? I said, when I turn 75, I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to drive from here to Tampa as slow as I can <laughs> in the fast lane during rush hour. Right. I'm just going to pay everybody back that ever did that to me on purpose right. my entire life. I'm going to see uh, a police car running with lights and sirens and I'm going to pull right in front of them and do 35. Right. And I'm not going to move over. Uh, all the stuff that I've seen people do, that's just going to be me at 75. I'm going to call because there's a piece of trash sitting in the middle of the road. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God says vengeance is mine. Nah, I, I won't. Right. I say I'll do that stuff and I'm a big talker. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do any of that. I'll just mind my P's and Q's. I gotcha. uh, but it's, it's interesting when you talk about things like that, right? Like all these things that you and I've seen, well, let's get back on track. Okay. So all of these things that we've seen that brought us to this episode today, it was because people we're, we're seeing and we're, I'm not the gauge. I'll, I'll be the first one to tell. I'm not the gauge to tell you if you're relying on God, you are. Yeah. But what I will say is the perception when people are not relying on God who profess to be a Christian, they don't place the righteousness and holiness of God in front of them because they're not relying on them. Yeah. There's, so there's, <clears throat> There's a couple of things I wanted to read. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll read a couple of them. So there's some things that you can do that will help you. And I say do. There's just is steps really. I don't know if that's the right word. Keep these in mind. There's a couple of things and just keep them in mind is that God is he's sovereign over everything. If you always remember that when you're struggling with something or you or you look to man for something, or you want to turn back into the world. Remember, God is God. There's not an option. Yeah. It is God. It is God is the, the one thing, the sovereign thing that you go to for everything. If you remember that one thing, and then there's a couple more. Uh, to honor him uh, and rely on him and look to him without worshiping any other person. So... When I say that part, what's interesting is we can worship things by, by how we pay attention to them, right? Like you used to say, like your dad watched this guy cut his grass every Sunday yeah, yep. because he worshiped his yard, yeah. you know, and I'm not saying he went out there and bowed down and, and brought flowers yeah. or, a, or a sacrifice to his yard. But in yeah. a sense he did, he sacrificed his time yep. right on a Sunday when he should be being benevolent and worshiping God, uh, and he spent time and energy and effort on making something, uh, an object. Yeah. 
So in the sense, we can do that to a lot of things, man. Our fitness can become yeah. this thing that we worship, right? And I mean, there's a level of fitness you should uh, stay at. And and there's a level of not being fit. But when you do that and that's the only thing you do and you have yeah. no focus on God during well, that. Then we were talking about it yesterday. And I can't remember if it was on the episode or if we were just talking about it. But... You know, whatever you place above God is, mm-hmm. it's a problem. I mean, yeah. and you know, you say you, you need to be spending 51% of your time. Well, it's not sitting down in front of the Bible 12 hours a day. It's not praying, right? you know, all the time or whatever. Or but making a list of the time. Right. Yeah. But it is, you know, handling the situation in a godly way. Absolutely. You know, man. being a follower of Jesus Christ and letting, letting people Christ see like. Christ in you. Exactly. Right. So that's that's within that. You know, you can't you can't read and pray and do your devotions and stuff first thing in the morning and then go out and just act like to like a heathen. Yeah, the rest I got of the that day. out of the way. Yeah. There's my seven so, minutes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, and that was the whole thing yesterday and not to, not to get back into that conversation, but I think, I think when people look at it, man, and they look at like, well, you said 51% of your time. So I have to, I have to tangibly be doing things. Like I have to go talk to somebody about Christ. I have to write in a journal. I have to write devotion. I have to read my Bible. I have to, that's not necessarily it. My wife works a, a eight hour job a day where if people will just see Christ in her, her behavior yep. is modeled as somebody that follows Christ. Right. But if she's out there slinging uh, profanity around, she picks up a case of beer on the way home or, you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's, a, or she's listening to music that doesn't glorify God. Then those aren't godly things. So that time isn't well spent. Well, and you know, I mentioned the Holy Spirit the other day, as far as, you know, you read the word of God, yeah. you you are constantly in the word of God. And then when a situation arises um, and the Holy Spirit will bring a scripture to mind yeah. to remind yep. you how to handle that situation. Yep. Or as soon as you do something that you shouldn't have done, the Holy Spirit will remind you of that scripture. And you're like, oh, I really dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> uh, you know, man. so. <laughs> Um, it's, it's just been mindful, been Christ-like and been mindful of our activities and our, our actions. I think, you know, and it's not, it's not a complex process. We've, we already relied, we relied so much when we came to Christ. Yeah. Because there, you know, there is no, there's not a lot of other things in our life that we will come. I mean, temporarily we do. I mean, sometimes like we go to a job, I I have to sacrifice, I have to sell my house and move. Yeah. The commitment to God is lifelong, depending on how long that life is, depends on how long you'll have that commitment. It should be for the rest of your life. Some people turn to Christ at an early age, you know, in their teens. Uh, I don't know. I've heard some people say they did it when they were three or four. Uh, and then there's people like us, like us knuckleheads that waited for a long time. Uh, but in that, so, and my point here is in that time, we have to rely on, on God. Like we have to rely on God. We can't, 
you can't go out and talk to somebody about Christ or God or the Holy Spirit and you yourself are not relying on him. Yeah. Your faith lacks. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Thanks. I did it for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, that was one of the things that I struggled with so much. And that's why it took me so long to get to the point of realizing what a sinner I was and that I needed Jesus. Really? Is because I was thinking about all the things. Well, for one, all the things that I had to fix before I came to right, Christ. Right. And then another one was, you know, I was, oh, you know, I got to, I got to get to this position before I can do that. Or I need to, um, have this done out of the way before I do that, you know, and, and that goal kept moving. It was always, Oh, as soon as I do this, you know, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. God knows. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, so he and, knows how intentionally you are. Right. Like he, his, his desire is to save everybody. Right. Yeah. So there's, and I look at it in a, in a, in a, in a weird way myself, I look at it as he knew my intentions. Yeah. I prayed all the time. I, I wasn't saved, but I prayed all the time. He just wasn't listening to me because yeah. I didn't, my intentions weren't, let me tell you, sitting in jail at night by yourself, you can clear up your intentions. <laughs> like it can, right. I'm yeah. not, and I'm not making light of the situation at all. Let me tell you, man, I got stripped of everything yeah. that got in the way yeah. of my relationship with God. Everything that was there, all yeah. the bad stuff that I was doing. Uh, and even the good things in my life got stripped away so I could cle clearly see to him what I should be doing. Yeah. And that's not, that's not the desire for every person, right? It could be an illness. It could be, yeah. uh, your, your thick headedness. It yeah. could be, you know what I'm saying? Like it, for every person, it's different, right? It doesn't matter how we come to God, right? It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, is that only he knows what it'll take to get us to him. And some people, yeah. I'm sorry, some people just, they won't, uh, you'll, you know, you have that opportunity, but you know, you can't, well, last thing before you jump on that, when everything got stripped away for me to clearly see that I needed God, like I had yeah. to have that, that there, I, it was gone. I right. screwed it up. You, there's follow through. Yeah. Like you can't just go there and get back into your old behavior. It's not a, and I yeah. hate to use this pun. It's not a get out of jail free card. Right. You, you don't break free from that. You, it is now, it is now a service that you glorify him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a one and done. Well, I'm saying, and unfortunately, man, unfortunately, so many people treat it that way, dude. You know, they come to Christ, they turn their lives to him. They, they, they get down in brokenness and brokenness. And as soon as that brokenness is mended, they pull away from God Yeah, because they don't rely on him through the good times. They yeah. don't rely on him when things are going well. Uh, our thanksgiving, our thanksgiving that we give to God should be based on the things that he pulled us through. Absolutely. And we should rely on him for that. So, you know. Yeah, I, and I say it all the time. You get me fired up. You know, <laughs> I know. I say it all the time. You know, we, we shouldn't love God only because he provided our salvation, but we should love him for everything that he's done. You know, we, we shouldn't yeah. love him just because yeah. we get to go to heaven and we're not going to spend eternity in hell. Man, it started, it so it started before that. 
Absolutely. It started at our birth. But it all comes down to, you know, our topic, um, relying on, as far as relying on God. Um, he wants us relying on, like you said, you know, in the good times and the bad times. Um, yeah, it's one thing when he, when he gets you out of a fix, but it's another thing when everything's going really well and you still yeah. realize you need to. Yeah. Rely on God. Yeah, and that's a that's a that's a huge part of it. Yep. Is getting through the situations. Uh even when even when things are are nice and peaceful and comforting, it's because of, yeah. of God. Yeah. Uh and, and we may not rely on him as much through that, but we'll rely on him every day if we'll if we'll attempt to bring glory and honor back to him. Then that is, I mean I don't, I look at it differently. I think than most people and, and maybe not, maybe it's the same way. Uh, I think you, you said it best through the, through, uh, what you just said. And I think people should, should realize that relying on God isn't a bad thing. Uh, it should be what we do each and every day. Yeah. Uh, anyways, ooh, lights just flickered. Uh, oh. Would you Don't do? get me started. Don't get me started on people saying, oh, that was a sign from God. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I knew you were about to say something. Nah, uh, not me. But anyway, guys, uh, just want yeah. to try to encourage people to to rely on God more. Um, I think your, ne- it was your nephew, Tucker, said, you know, our greatest weakness is not rely on God's strength. And um, we don't have to be destitute broke broken no to to come to christ we definitely don't need to um be destitute broken and and um and in need of something to rely on god for our needs um he'll supply yeah a lot of times man look at look at just uh joseph in the bible yeah you know, if you'll, if you'll read that story, if you don't know the story, read the story. A lot of stuff that we, uh, that we do, it takes our eyes off of stuff sometimes and puts it on man. Uh, it's because we took our eyes off God. Absolutely. Anyways, cool. You done. You want to wrap it up, man? You're making this too deep. You're making it too much. <laughs> Guys, enjoy your day. And we are just so humbled and thankful that, that we, uh, we do have people that listen to us, yeah. and if we can ever help anyone, you need to talk about anything, you can hit us up on email on the forum. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Somewhere. Um, Alan's put his number out there. I put my number out there on the forum, and that's yeah. a first for me. Uh, my phone number is 352-214-5062, and um, enjoy your day, guys. Thanks. See you. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworks.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.